Welcome to Bishop Atto Dixon's podcast. Bishop Atto Dixon is the true son of Bishop Dagwood Mills and the convener of the Healing Jesus Mission International. Listen and be blessed as he shares with you deep messages from the Word of God. As you deserve it all, Lord, we thank you. We celebrate your resurrection. You're resurrected for us that we will live again. Thank you for this precious morning. Thank you, Lord, for your counsel and your wisdom. Thank you, Father, for your resurrection power, O God, that has made us alive today. We pray that as we go into the pages of your word, open our eyes, Lord, teach us. Teach us, teach us. And I pray that, Lord, if there is any weakness, if there is any death in any member, O God, of our body, Lord, we pray that that part will receive resurrection in the name of Jesus. Heal, O God, those who are trusting you, O God, for a miracle. And Lord, minister grace and strength to those who are weak in their feeble bodies. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray that, Lord, exalt your word, O Lord. And may your word, O God, come forth in power. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Turn to somebody and tell him Happy Resurrection Sunday Turn, turn, turn to somebody Turn to somebody Tell him Happy Resurrection Sunday Tell him he is not dead Oh shout our Savior is not dead Shout our Savior is not dead He is alive again And he's alive forevermore Turn to the second person and tell him that every weakness in your body is receiving resurrection. Every death in your body is receiving resurrection. The power of God is quickening your mortal body right now with the name of Jesus. Now turn to the next person. Tell him that you have no reason to fear. Tell him you have no reason to fear because he lives. Oh, you can't face tomorrow. Now turn to the last person and tell him, I'm so excited about what Jesus has done in my life. Tell him I'm so excited about the wisdom of God. Tell him I'm so excited. That on this resurrection Sunday, I find myself in the house of the Lord. Now put those hands together and give Jesus a show of praise. Hallelujah. Wow. Be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. This morning, I'm speaking on the subject, the resurrection power. I said I'm speaking on the subject, the resurrection power. Turn to somebody and tell him the resurrection power. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter number 24. Luke 24. I'm reading from verse number 1. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Let's zero in into scripture. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulchre. A sepulchre is a tomb. A sepulchre is where 
dead bodies are kept. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Remember that we are in the resurrection Sunday, so you need to come alive. Hallelujah. Beautiful. So the Bible says, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and a certain others with them. Amen. A certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. Hallelujah. Now church, I want you to know that when the ladies came to spice the body of Jesus up, the Bible says that they found the stone rolled away. Hallelujah. Every stone that has been placed over your life to limit your movement, to limit you from coming alive and coming out, I command that stone to roll away in the name of Jesus. Now, the Bible says that the soldiers, the reason why they put the stone was because they remembered what Jesus said, that I will die and on the third day I will rise again. And so getting close to the time, what they decided to do was that we want to limit this man from coming out. We don't want anybody to know that the things that he is saying is true. Hallelujah. And sometimes you have no idea. You have like-minded people who want to limit your progress. Who want to put you in a tomb. Hallelujah. But I came to tell somebody this precious morning that if there is a stone that has been placed upon you, that stone is rolling away because the resurrection power is causing you to come alive in the name of Jesus. And so the Bible says, and they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is an empty grave. As I speak till today, the grave is still empty. I said, as I speak till today, the grave is still empty. Hallelujah. A couple of years ago, I saw the tomb live and colored. And what I saw was that Jesus wasn't there. He had resurrected. And till date, there has not been any news. The last time I checked, there has not been any news that the body is still there. Jesus is alive again. I said, Jesus is alive again. I said, Jesus is alive again. I said, Jesus is alive again. Hallelujah. So the Bible said, and it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garment. Let me tell you, church, sometimes angels appear to people in the form of men. The Bible is describing these angels as two men. Time and time again, you get angelic visitation. But because you are seeing them as men, you think that they are just mere men. Hallelujah. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you will have an angelic visitation this morning. You didn't say amen to that. I said you are going to have a visitation, an angelic visitation this morning. Hallelujah. 
So the Bible says that behold, two men, two men, two men, four, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? God is about to separate the living from the dead. You didn't hear what I said. I said God is about to separate the living from the dead. Listen to me. You can be a born again Christian, but you are a Tiasie war Christian. You are alive, but you are dead. But God is about to separate the living from the dead. And you are going to be among the living. I said you are going to be among the living. Because when there is separation, when God decides that he's going to differentiate between the living and the dead, you'll be found among the living. You didn't say amen to that. Hallelujah. He said, he is not here. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee. Saying, the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And the third day rise again. Hallelujah. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven, to all of the rest. Hallelujah. Jesus said that you'll be crucified. Amen. He said you'll be crucified and he's just not going to stay crucified or dead, but on the third day he will rise again. Amen. Now, this morning, I'm speaking on the subject, the resurrection power. Hallelujah. Now, we find the resurrection power at work in different areas and different parts of the Bible. Hallelujah. The first clear sign of the resurrection power was when Jesus Christ demonstrated power by raising Jairus' daughter from the dead. Hallelujah. He raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. Jairus was a great ruler. He was a religious ruler in the synagogue. And so he was a leader in church. Hallelujah. He had a great encounter with Jesus Christ. His daughter, 12-year-old daughter, was not well. But that encounter with Jesus made a difference. Because anytime you come into contact with this Jesus, the resurrection power of Jesus will quicken you and make you alive again. Turn your Bibles to Mark chapter 5, verse number 39. Mark 5, 39. The Bible says, And when he was come in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado? And weep. The damsel is not dead, but he sleepeth. And they loved him to scorn. Is it not a blessing that at funeral somebody can come to town and make people laugh? Hallelujah. When Jesus appears in a place, you will turn your mourning into laughter. 
And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him and entered in where the damsel was living. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talitakumi, which is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. Today, Jesus is telling somebody, Talitakumi, I don't know what has kept you in the dark. I don't know what has kept you in the grave. I don't know what stone has held you bound. Today, Jesus is telling you that Tali Takumi, hallelujah. He's saying, arise from that situation. Somebody's business is dead. But the Lord is saying, may that business arise in the name of somebody's Christian work is dead. May, 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 may your Christianity arise again in the name of Jesus. Somebody is dead. He's dying deeply inside. I command you to rise in the name of Jesus. He said, arise. And straightway the damsel arose. That is the resurrection power at work. I said that is the resurrection power at work. The words of Jesus Christ was able to quicken this mortal body. Was able to quicken this dead body and cause it to come alive again. Listen to me this morning as you are hearing the word of God. Any death situation in your life is coming alive again. Hmm. And walked. A dead body is now walking. For she was of the age of 12 years. Listen to me. Miracles are not limited to age. At whichever age you find yourself, God can come through to you. I said God can come through to you. I said God can come through to you. Hallelujah. And they were astonished with a great astonishment. Say after me, they were astonished with a great astonishment. Now, what I want you to know is that the people who were astonished were the same people who laughed him to scorn. The people who are laugh, laughing at you, the people who are making mockery of you, when the resurrection power appears, when the resurrection power comes alive, listen to me, they will be shocked and they will be surprised at what the Lord has done. Oh, somebody said that you, your womb is dead. Your womb cannot carry any baby. I see the resurrection power entering that womb right now. And when the womb is quickened and power is released, those who made mockery of you, they will look back and they will be astonished with the great astonishment. Somebody's telling you that would you would you too much school to me you cannot go far because you see when you were in nursery school when they are singing the rhymes you couldn't sing and then in primary school when they ask you one plus one even that one you cannot even answer and 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 they always called you last boy because every now and then you had zero pop. Do you remember zero pop? But let me tell you something. Don't give up. Don't be distressed. Don't be perturbed. 
when the resurrection power of Jesus comes alive. Listen to me. Why am I saying what I'm saying? I have scriptures to back it. Peter never went to school. John never went to school. They were fishermen. But in Acts chapter 4 verse 13, when they encountered the resurrection power of Jesus, the people said that, ah, we are amazed at these guys. They are so learned. They, are, they, they, they speak with authority and boldness. And they remembered that they had been with Jesus Christ. I see the power of God coming alive, coming alive, coming alive, coming alive in the name of Jesus. The doctors are saying that you cannot walk. They are saying that you have paresis. They are saying that there is something really wrong in the brain that is not able to control a part of your body. I prophesy and I command that thing, that weakness, I command the resurrection power to come alive in that body and may that body receive strength in the name of Jesus. The guys were astonished. Oh, listen to me. Everyone that is making mockery of you, everyone that has been laughing at you, they'll be astonished with great astonishment. They're laughing at you. They came to visit you. And they said, ah, you live in a kiosk. Ah, I'm very, very surprised. So you are a fine girl, you live in a kiosk. They are about to be astonished. One day they will find you in your own three-bedroom house. I said they will find you in your own three-bedroom house. And as they have been making mockery of you, they will look back and they will not be able to connect what they saw some time ago and how God has made you into. Because the resurrection power will take you out of that state of poverty in the name of Jesus. They were astonished. I said they were astonished. Your perpetrators are about to be astonished. Your mockers are about to be astonished. Those who cause you pain are about to be astonished. In the name of Jesus. Wow. They were astonished. They were shocked. And listen to this. He says, and he charged them straightly that no man should know it and commanded that Something should be giving her to eat. You see, Jesus understood the principles of the natural and the principles of the supernatural. The dead body had not been eating. You see, I went for a funeral one day at a region which begins with a V. Now, whilst the body was lying down, right by where the body was, they were cooking according. I said, ah, Nuka, what is happening? So I was interested. And so I asked somebody that, I mean, is this not a time for mourning, Eugene? Is this time not a time for mourning? I mean, how can you, even if you want to do do it somewhere, hide a thing. They said, no, 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 pastor. The body must eat. The body must eat. So I said, how will you people feed this body? We are here today. I want to see when you are going to feed the body. I want you to take me 
to see. Say, no, the people here are going to eat and the food will enter the body. I said, wow. <laughs> hey, some people are looking for Christmas to eat chicken. Just offer Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus said, give him something to eat. Amen. Give him something to eat. Give him something to eat. Hallelujah. Listen to me. There is a lack in your life. God is providing and putting food on your table right now. I said there is a need in your life. God is putting food on your table right now. There is a want in your life. The Lord is putting food on your table. Sometimes you don't know where the next meal is going to come from. But I came this morning to assure somebody that when Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life comes, everything that is a lack shall be provided. If you believe it, shout a believing amen. So the resurrection power was evident in Lazarus's house. Hallelujah. Now I want to speak into the life of all leaders in this church. If you are a pastor, let me tell you, something is dead in your life. Because Jesus ministered to Jairus, and Jairus was a leader. Jairus was a leader in the church. Now, I'm prophesying to you, everything that you have lost in your life, everything that brings you pain in your life, I declare a restoration and a resurrection in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are a leader, means that you are a basenta leader. If you are a basenta leader in this church, I want to prophesy to you right now. There will be no lack and there will be no need. In the precious mighty name of Jesus, I prophesy into your life and I decree and I declare that may the hand of Yahweh that made provision for Jairus' daughter make provision for you on this resurrection Sunday may God give you a testimony I say on this resurrection Sunday may the Lord give you a testimony if you are a cell group leader I am prophesying to you right now if you are a basanta leader I am prophesying to you right now may the power of God release blessings because it is from him that all blessings flow. Say amen to that. Hmm. The second expression of the resurrection power was demonstrated by Jesus stopping a funeral. Amen. He will stop a funeral. You know, the people were marching towards the burial grounds. And they said, hey, guys, what's up? And they said, Charlie, we are in trouble. Luke chapter 7, verse number 12. I've been looking forward to an opportunity to act in the power. That when there is a funeral, I say, hey, Charlie Takumi, rise up. And walk. We are giving you an extension. You just have some 10 years more. I've been looking forward to it. I try it. It doesn't work. But one day, the power of God will come alive and it will work. Amen. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, 
there was a dead man carried out. Hey. Look, it's not a fine thing here. When you know somebody in life and the person dies, sometimes the way the body even looks, you, you get amazed. Ah, is this my friend? I mean, recently I went for a funeral and as, as the body was lying there, flies were all over, all over. I said, what is this? What is the meaning of this? And the flies represents your mockers. But thanks be to God who gives us victory to overcome. Hallelujah. Can you concentrate on what you are doing? Don't disturb them. Young man, move from there. Move. Move. Move from there. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out. The only son of his mother. Hey, can you imagine your only son? Your only son. You see? When you have your only son and that son dies, I had a friend like that. He had his only son. And one day he was not well. So I was there when he called me from Kolebu. He said, Bishop, you have to come and resurrect my son. Hey, pressure was on me. Do you understand? Because as I was moving towards Kolebu, he had a great expectation. And the expectation was that he had told everybody that Bishop Ato is coming. Bishop Ato is coming. Everything will be all right. Hey! There was a demand placed on the anointing. And sometimes when a demand is placed on the anointing, you are under pressure. So I drove full speed like James Bond. Hey! And then I got to Kolebu and I got down. And when I got down, he came. He said, Bishop, he's here. Is he like Jesus? They said, please, this is where he's lying. Now, now do something. Hey, brothers and sisters hey. in Christ. My God. And I saw these great guys standing around. Then I said, come out. Everybody, come out. Then I entered. Hey, I was there. Ten minutes. Twenty minutes. One hour. Two hours. Three hours. I said, Jesus, I'm about to be disgraced. You have to do something. I had a deep conviction in my spirit that he has to come home. It's his time. So I told the young man, no, 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 Bishop, he is Anthony. I said, God will put laughter in your mouth. I said to the glory of God, that this same guy who lost two children, one child, has twins at the age of 51. The girl, twins at the age of 51. He has one boy, one girl. So the boy went, he's giving him a boy, and he's added a girl to it. Sometimes also God decides to choose to do what he wants to do. Hallelujah. Hey, there was pressure on me. But I thank God that God chose another way. To glorify himself. I said God chose another way. God will always make a way where there seems 
to be no way. Say amen to that. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. Today Jesus is telling somebody, Weep not. I don't know how long you have been weeping, but he's telling me to tell you that, Weep not. Hallelujah. Weep not. And he came and touched the bear. And they that bear him stood still. So the poor bearers, and he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. Young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was dead sat up. You see, when the resurrection power visits you, death cannot handle it. You didn't hear what I said. I said, when Jesus comes to town, when Jesus visits you, and the resurrection power visits you, listen to me, death will have no place to hold you bound. The Bible says that the young man sat up, and he sat up without an aid. He just responded and obeyed the command of the word. And began to speak. A dead person is up and a dead person is now speaking. Hallelujah. And he delivered him to his mother. And there came a fear on all. And they glorified God. Saying that a great prophet is risen up among us. And that God had visited his people. Let me tell you something. One of the ways by which the people see the great visitation of God is through the miracles that happens. You are going to live a life of miracles. I said you are going to live a life of miracles. From today, it will be one testimony after the other. God will give you testimony to share. Your testimony will strengthen somebody's faith. Your testimony will keep somebody alive. Your testimony will make somebody trust in God. The more. Oh yes. I remember a lady. They took one of the tubes like that. Pa. Pa. And you know, it's not easy to even give birth with two tubes. They took the two like that, pa. But she became pregnant and she gave birth. I don't know what your situation is. No matter how bizarre it is, eh? if the same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwells in you, that same spirit will quicken your mortal body. I see this body of yours that is failing. Maybe the doctor just said that suddenly they have found a kidney problem. Maybe they have found a kidney stone or they have found stones in your breast or stones somewhere. Maybe they are saying that, no, your brain is failing. Your brain power is failing. Let me tell you something. This morning, the resurrection power of Jesus is here with us because as we are gathered in the name of Jesus, he is here and is bringing you healing in the precious name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. That a great prophet is raising up among us. A great prophet. A great prophet. You see, the people didn't respect Jesus. Because trust you me, Jesus was around 30 years old. Who is 30 years here? 30, 30. Anybody? 30 years. My dear, come. So, assuming that he's a male, and he comes and says, I am the bread of life. Anyone who believes in me, though you are dead, you will live. This lady has come. He says, and then he comes to you. As you are doing your LLM course, you are busily learning. And then he says, follow me. Instead of doing, I put it to you, I put it to you. I will make you fisher of men. Then you get up and then you follow this little person. It must be a certain power. It must be a certain power. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, he just comes and then he sends this one. I said, look, I want to send you to Bedford. A grown-up man like this. Old. You don't know the person from Adam. And then you are sending people around. I'm sending you to Bedford. When you go, you will see, number one, a colt or a pony. And then you will see a donkey. When the owner there or when the persons over there ask you, tell them that the owner, and this is the owner this is the owner. This is the owner. The owner have need of it. Then you see this man to go to church. It's like he's not even sat to analyze. Ah, but this man, we know him. We know where he's coming from. He's not done any business before. He doesn't own anything. The other time, he was saying that birds have nests, foxes have holes, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Now he's saying that the owner have need of it. Do you understand? This is how the Christian work is. When you subject Christianity to criticisms, analysis, and other things, you will never receive your miracle. <laughs> Analyzing things. 30 years. Oh, the pastor who is preaching. Oh, missing a penny. Missing a penny. Me, I don't listen to anybody I'm older than. When you subject this great, powerful lifestyle that we have been introduced into to logic analysis criticisms you cannot experience miracles in your life but I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you are going to continue to walk in faith you are going to continue to hold on to the word of God and whatever he tells you you do it like the mother of Jesus said he said that look this is my son eh even me, I get amazed. Oh. So me, I'm telling you, I have an advice for you. As he has come, you are privileged to have found him in this wedding. Whatever he tells you, just do it. Don't subject it to criticisms. Don't subject it to logic. You see, many Christians have not experienced the miracle they must experience. God, logic cannot do so too much. I drain, I drain every now and then. Oh no. No, 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 no. That's not what I learned in the comes without tears. No, 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 no. 
But you, are you not even afraid that God has put knowledge in somebody's head? And that knowledge is put in the person's head. He is able to carry a big metal from the ground, cause it to suspend in the air, to move from country to country, and then settle down. That that alone, not tell you that if man even can do that, God, who is a creator, can do greater things. May you not subject your Christianity to logic. You have never experienced the power of God because you have subjected his Lord. The Bible says that Jesus went to his hometown. He could not do any miracle. Let us look at the scripture in Mark chapter 6. Thank you. Please sit. You want to experience the resurrection power? Hey, you need to believe, I tell you. You need to believe when he says. The Bible says, and he went out from thence and came into his own country. I would say he came into his own country. Now, you just think about it. If others are benefiting, who are the group of people who should benefit more from the grace? Think about it. It's like dead people are rising, the sick are being healed, power is being released, people are being blessed. In other places, then now he comes to his own country. Is it not the place where the power will be tripled or quadrupled? But I am telling you. No, as a pastor, I've seen it. I've seen it as I travel around the nations of the world. I see the power of God. And, 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 and it's like sometimes you come back as if they poured cold water on you. Because you are used to the anointing. But once you become familiar with the anointing, you cannot receive. Oh, yeah. I have seen literally people getting pregnant. I have literally seen people who have gotten jobs. I have seen people who were blind and they have seen literally the miracles that you can think about in the Bible. I have seen it by the grace of God. So, those of you in our home country, be careful. Turn to somebody and tell him, if you are in a home country, you have to be very, very careful. So, that sometimes, that's why I have to bring guest ministers to come and minister to you. What, what the Lord has blessed me with to minister to you. <laughs> the Bible says that when he got to and his disciples followed him. The disciples, you see, good disciples, they follow to everywhere. Good disciples is not today. Today we are there. Tomorrow we are not there. They are followers everywhere Jesus is going. Look, this man we are with him. That's what a good disciple does. And you follow his teaching. You follow his word. You follow his instruction. You follow his direction. That's who a good disciple is. One day, one of them came. He said, look, my father is there. He said, let the dead bury the dead. Come and follow me. Uh, you have enough excuses. But Jesus said, now listen, the excuses are no excuses. <laughs> and he went out from thence and came and the disciples followed him. Two, two, two. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. Many hearing him, they were shocked. I mean, because he... We are with this guy here. He was a carpenter. It's not that he was a carpenter. He was, the Bible says he was a carpenter. So they knew him. How he's been struggling with some people. 
People die, he does coffins. People uh, enter into their house, he does furniture. And I just feel that the carpentry work is a very noble profession because Jesus did it. Yeah. It's a noble work, if you don't know, I'm telling you. Changing wood and using it for something glorious. Amen. They have seen it all. So when this man now came into the church and he started teaching, ah, we have not seen him going to any university anywhere. He didn't say bye-bye to us that he's going to school. We didn't see him carry any trunk. Suddenly this man appears and what is he saying? So they were shocked saying, from whence has this man these things? (laughs) Where did he learn these things from? Where is this wisdom coming from? And that is what people are going to say about you. A time is going to come when the power of God comes upon you. You will preach with such deep insight and revelation. People will begin to wonder, where is this wisdom coming from? And look at it. And what wisdom is this which is given unto him that even such mighty works they began to see the mighty works. Did they see the mighty works? Did they see the mighty works? That mighty works are done by his hands. Then chapter 3 is where the problem started. Chapter 3 is where the word. I said chapter 3 is what? Where the problem started. Somebody asked a question. Is not this the carpenter? You see, they now subjected this man to analysis, logic, Canal, the Bible said to be carnally minded is dead, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. When they began to relate with him carnally, something bad happened. Is this not a carpenter? The son of Mary? You say the son of Joseph. You don't say the son of Mary. So they were saying that even his birth cried was some controversy around it. I hear that the, the woman went to pass somewhere and then and then the beloved got angry but you, you know how people can gossip you know you know it was in town the beloved the beloved the beloved was not happy at all but you know they've hidden the things you know and they are saying that an angel of the lord hey, what, what holy spirit what, what holy spirit how can natural natural things receive supernatural things natural things can receive supernatural things say holy spirit me yeah, i even heard that because of that, I think she was having a mental problem because now he began to have hallucinations. He said the Holy Spirit came and then he came to speak to him. People were saying all manner of things. And then they began. Is this not the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Look, somebody who is about to be a blessing to you. Just by the analysis. Look, let me tell you something. I will become a great offense to you. Anytime you notice that I am offending you, you are carnal. You have entered into carnality. Such a great blessing. Look at this. The people are offended. A great blessing to many people. They are offended. Do you know why? Why? Because now they brought out the cases one by one. 
they brought out the issues one by one and they began to analyze the issues and the cases one by one and the bible says they were offended and, and look at what happened what offense did let's look at what offense did the bible says but jesus said unto them a prophet is not without honor but in his own country and among his own king dread and in his own house in his own where and he could dare do no mighty works he could dare do no mighty works save that he laid hands his hands upon a few sick folk. let me tell you something laying on of hands is the lowest form of miracles when hands are laid on you before you receive miracle is the lowest is the base form of miracle because he the, the, the centurion said just speak a word wherever you are distance is not a barrier he didn't say i'm coming for you to lay hands one day pastoring a church and then a guest speaker came and i had a church member who got offended i didn't know she wasn't well and you know how church members don't talk about their issues they don't open up pastors have you experienced it they will not open up they won't say anything but they want you to perform magic to know what is going on with them you know bishop when you look at my face you should know that i don't have money in my pocket bishop when you look at my face you should know that i need a, a husband bishop you know you must look at my face and then you immediately know until you open up you cannot be helped stop that rock there <laughs> hey this man is in his own country he could not do any miracle he laid hands on sick folks and even when he did it was a struggle it's a struggle oh yeah look if you belong to this home country eh, you must always change the way your mind works because there are miracles others may benefit from you may not benefit from it because see now it's like it's like now it's like as he's praying for you receive it take it mm. it's like you have to push the person down but there are places as you are speaking the power of god is falling the glory of god is falling miracles are taking place people of the home country when you are of the home country you must tell yourself that hey i see anointing and i love anointing and i want anointing that was the mindset of elisha elisha had worked with elijah for many years but he was not familiar so you see that now you have equalized even with with your pastor you have equalized with your mother you have equalized with your father you have equalized with the person who made you who you are spiritually so you see that now you go on facebook and then you begin to say things as if you are co-equals forgotten so soon anyway i'm preaching about resurrection power somebody being blessed Hmm. the lord is doing a miracle in somebody's life so you see that jesus's power was limited it was limited why because the people analyzed him physically oh oh he's a carpenter oh carpenter oh we know the mother 
The mother, she was a tutuni. And they tried to cover the thing up. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That as you are hearing the word of God this precious day, your mind is being renewed right now in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Number three. Christ demonstrated resurrection power by raising a decomposing, stinking Lazarus from the dead. Hey, me, I've seen a decomposed, have you seen a decomposed body before? I've seen one before. I was doing a field work in Agogo. I was doing a field work in Agogo when I was doing ophthalmology. Now, You see, and the mortuary, it wasn't a mortuary, it was a place. I mean, when you look through the window, now you see bodies there. So, I hear that a lady had gotten pregnant by a boyfriend, and the boy had insisted that she should go and abort, and she tried to do that, and she died in a room. Three days, she was in the room. Hey. So, when they went to take the body, everybody had held his nose. Even that couldn't help. See, sad things, you don't wear masks. Mask is not to take away sento. In case you don't know, I'm telling you. Ha! Then they brought the body. The lady had bloated like that. The lips had become so big. And very thick. I said, hey, human beings, hey, the way we behave, if we see such things, we will be humble. Hey! And the whole area had a lavender smell. Scent was everywhere. So to see Lazarus, Having been dead for four solid days. And you see, when you are dead, you go through a lot of phases. Did you know that? Yeah. That's why you are embalmed. And sometimes when you are embalmed very well, it can stay for a while. But you go through phases. You go through a phase where, I mean, the first three days, you, first and foremost, when you die, after 30 minutes or so, you encounter what we call rigomortis. Rigomortis is when the body now becomes stiff. So if there is anything to do, it must be done within the first 30 minutes. So that's how come you see that when the person dies, they have what they call plugging. They plug every orifice. Orifice is every uh, 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 opening. The back, the front, the here, the here. They block every place because mostly the organisms are coming out. And then they, 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 they tie your hand like that. It's easier to tie the hand like that because it's easier to put it by the side like that. Do you understand? And then you straighten the face because if you don't try to do it, the person who is now going to do the work for the, the person to look very nice, it will, it, will not be, it will not be pleasant. It's a lot of work. One lady told me, says that I play with them like I'm playing with my babies. An undertaker told me that. <laughs> it will be an energy man. You know? But this man, you go through this rigor mortis, then after that, you go through what we call autolysis. 
and then you you start the decomposition process so you you become huge that around that time if you were on earth and you were crying that you know you are tia don't go everybody's laughing at you one day you become huge i'm telling you i promise you <laughs> don't worry at all one day you become huge and then the four days like the body's thinking and the bible says that jesus comes and raise lazarus martha and co were saying that jesus if you were here if you were here our brother would not have died jesus said hey martha i am the resurrection i am the life anyone who believes in me though you were dead yet shall you live and then she said we know we know we know that on the last day on the last day hey i'm talking about now some of you, you are looking at tomorrow but jesus is looking at today jesus is about to do something about your situation today where are they led him he said take me there and then the bible says that he just stood he said roll the stone let me tell you something there is something about a stone over your life the stone over your life is to limit you from coming out and being set free there are some people as i'm speaking i see that there is that you've been placed in a hole and a stone has been placed on you and the essence is because your enemies don't want you to come out but i see you coming out in the name of jesus i said i see you coming out in the name of jesus nothing can hold you bound you are coming out you are coming alive and then he shouted lazarus lazarus come forth and the people said hey. he. first before he did it he lifted his eyes and he said father i thank you there is something about thanksgiving thanksgiving releases miracles father i thank you that when i pray you hear me you see you need to believe the one you are following you need to believe the father that god has blessed you with ah then he received endorsement from heaven and after he had received endorsement from heaven it was now to act on earth then suddenly they had those who are afraid were scattering. See that there are some people there. Eh? They fear things, but they also want to see. Have you seen those kind of people before? They are afraid. Suddenly, the Bible says that he now comes forth. And he was leaping. The reason why he was leaping was because he had been bound. Then he sent one guy said, loose him and let him go. And they loosed him. The resurrection powers at work. I said the resurrection powers at work. Listen to me. Anything that has held you bound this morning, I want you to know that Jesus is more than able to release you from it. 
Even if it's anxiety, he can release you from it. If it's pain, he can release you from it. If it's blood clot, he can release you from it. I don't know. Name it. Name anything that you can name. The Bible says that his name is above every name. At the mention of it, every knee bows and every tongue confesses. I pray for somebody hearing me right now that the Holy Spirit is touching you alive again. The resurrection power is quickening your mortal body again. Receive the healing power of God right now. I said receive the healing power of God right now. Receive the resurrection power of God right now. I command everything that has limited you to let go of you in the name of Jesus. Receive the healing power, the resurrection power of Jesus, a supernatural touch that is making a difference in your life. Receive a touch. Oh, a touch, a touch. A need is being met right now. May the power of God quicken every aspect of your life. Oh, yes. I see somebody. The power of God is quickening your marriage. I see somebody. It's quickening your marriage. There is nothing to write home about your marriage. But I see the power, the glory, the wisdom of God being released right now. Receive, receive, receive receive a touch of the Holy Spirit receive a touch of the Holy Spirit rise to your feet and lift your hands right now Listen, today is a special day. Today is a day to commemorate our Savior. Today is a day to commemorate the day. Oh, that the works of darkness was destroyed. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Begin to pray in the Spirit wherever you are. Begin to pray in the Spirit where you are. Oh, Jesus is the same yesterday. Jesus is the same today. Jesus is the same forever. If he's done it yesterday, he's going to do it today. If he's done it today, he's going to do it tomorrow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Begin to pray in the spirit wherever you are. Begin to pray in the spirit wherever you are. You are losing your mind. You are losing yourself. You are losing something. The power of God is touching you right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name. Somebody give the Lord a wave right now. 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 Oh yes. 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 The resurrection power of Jesus. Coming alive on somebody's life. Oh, 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 o
resurrection power of the Lord. Receive it now. Your life is secure. Your life is secure. Oh, yes. Receive a touch of the Holy Ghost. Now, be set free. Be set loose in the name of Jesus. They touch, they touch, they touch, they touch, they Listen to me, church. This morning you walked into this place with a need. Jesus. We are taking advantage of what the master completed. Yes. By dying on the cross oh and rising again. Yes. I'm not too sure what it is. It may be an ill health. But I'm telling you that you are going with a double blessing My this God. morning. I say you are living with a double blessing yes. in the name of Jesus. Because the resurrection power of our Savior is touching somebody right now. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Lift your hands. And you lift your right hand and use your left hand. Touch wherever it hurts. Oh yes. Father, in the precious name of Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. Your word says that if the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in us, then that same spirit will quicken our mortal body. Lord, I command every dead, hopeless, useless situation that has limited your people oh my God. that has put a stone over hey. their lives yes. I command that thing yes, go lose your hold 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 in the name of Jesus. Jesus now I command you to be well I command you to be well I command that high cholesterol to drop supernaturally in the mighty name of Jesus. I command that blood clotting factors that causes and puts your life at risk. I command everything to normalize in the name of Jesus. Now I speak to that autoimmune Jesus. From today, I command every organ, every tissue, every cell, Normalize in the name of Jesus. Be made whole. Now, I'm speaking to somebody who has been experiencing repetitive cardiac attacks. But you don't know that is what it is. Sometimes you feel that you are fainting as if you are fainting. 
I command that heart. I command that heart. Listen, listen to the words of the Lord. The Bible says that by his stripes, by his stripes, the stripes that Jesus received, released healing. I command that heart to be quickened right now in the name of Jesus. Be quickened 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 in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory. Jesus. At the mention of your name, every knee, including the knees of diseases, will bow. Somebody, the enemy stole your peace for a long time. You can see literally that peace is absent in your life. Now I minister the peace of God to you. Jesus said, Receive the peace. Because the peace that I give to you is not the peace that the world gives to you. I minister peace to you. May the peace of Yahweh settle in your heart. Settle in your mind. Garrison your heart. Garrison your mind. In the name of Jesus. I'm ministering to somebody who just lost his joy. Because you lost a loved one. May your joy be made full. Lift your hand and receive it. May your joy be made full. May your joy be made full. On this special morning of Resurrection Sunday, may your joy be made full. Father, we thank you for what you have done and what you keep doing. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints of the Lord shout out a big amen. As we close our eyes briefly, I want to pray for you. This is a special day. I mean, it's a special day. It's special because it has everything to do with my mere sense of existence and my mere sense of living and your mere sense of living as well. Hallelujah. You were invited by somebody for service today. I want you to lift your hand. You want to say that, Bishop, I want to give my life to Jesus. Oh, today, Jesus wants to set you free. God bless you. I can see those hands. Lift it above your head. I can see all those wonderful hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, I want you to do another thing for me. Can you take a step? Come to me. Come. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy lady. Give you rest. God bless you. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Run to the mercy seat of Jesus. Oh, come, 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 come. Come, oh, ho, ho. come running. Running. Running to the mercy. Where Jesus. Oh, yes. Come, 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 come. Encourage them with your club. Hallelujah. Oh, ho, ho. 
is the last call you are saying that bishop you know I don't like to be seen but I'm telling you that Jesus said that if you are ashamed of me before this perverse generation then I'll be ashamed of you before my father this is your day to stand as a testimony that from today you have chosen to follow Jesus and never to turn back wherever you are you want to join us to pray join us quickly let's do this quickly hallelujah let's do this quickly precious ones congratulations God bless you can you lift your hands to God as a sign of surrender to him and I want you to pray this simple prayer say dear Lord Jesus say dear Lord Jesus I thank you so very much for showing me mercy I am a sinner and I'm lost and I am condemned this morning I come to you because I know you are the only one who can save me have mercy on me and forgive me of my sins come and live in my heart and be the Lord of my life from this moment forward I want to save you and I want to follow you thank you Jesus Amen Father we bless your name for this precious lives and souls we commit them into your hands they have taken a step of faith and they are saying that they are sorry Lord I stand in the gap on their behalf oh Lord and I plead that may your mercy be extended on them wash them with your precious blood write their names in the book of life in Jesus mighty name Amen congratulations